TheOAMNetwork.com. Welcome to another episode of Sports, Sports, and Sports Queued Up. I am your host, Quentin Bailey. Um, thank you for tuning in. Find us at theoamnetwork.com. And um, we're ready to get this. Uh, this is Sports Through the Eyes of Q. That's me. And um, very excited about this show. Uh, as I just it was coming on, I was getting breaking news, sort of, towards about the Memphis Grizzlies, um, who have been struggling. Uh, this past Friday night, we record on Mondays. So it normally drops on Wednesday. So if it seems a little time lapsed, uh, that would be why. But as I was coming on, my best friend CJ, who couldn't join me today, was sending me texts. And my brother from the same uh, mother, Tim Bailey, also won't be here. But they were, we were talking before the show. And um, uh, as I see right now, the Grizzlies are up 21, halfway through the third. Uh, of course, that's no guarantee, considering how they play, that they'll hold on. But seeing a couple things here, that Jaeger's jaw was on the line, which you got to see. Something's got to come out of fire under under uh, after what's going on. You're blowing you're blowing big leads, and when you're falling behind, you're not coming back. It's just it's not not grit and grind basketball. Right now, the Grizzlies rank 24th in points per game, which can be misleading, and 25th in points against, which is very detouring about how the Grizzlies play basketball and um, how it's supposed to be. And is I say this because you know. Um, a more active stat, which I don't have in front of me, is uh, as basketball goes by the per 100 possessions as opposed to the per game because um it's, it's like i said it's a little misleading because some some teams run and gun some teams do not so a, a per 100 rating is a little bit uh more accurate but still the grizzlies rank in the 20s and it's just not very successful and they got demolished at home at star wars night by the uh charlotte hornets of all teams we were playing well but they shouldn't be coming in here and rolling us by 30 and um and then you got uh, you blow the 16 point lead at Miami and it's, it's, you don't get a shot off at the end of the game like you want. You're just poorly executing and whatnot. It's just not very good. So here we go. Jaeger's job could be online. I said as of tomorrow, depending on how the game went tonight, they could, he could be out of a job. And, um, which is very interesting. And John Hollinger as well, who, who's the guy behind the, uh, the moves and, uh, like, uh, you know, based off the numbers and whatnot, getting Jeff Green and, you know, getting rid of Rudy Gay and over the years and just, you know, not saying they were bad moves, but right now the the product on the court is not a very good one, and especially for the money being spent. Uh, so I also saw this. Um, Grizzlies talking about trading with the Pelicans, uh, who are struggling, needing help on defense, you know. Um, but Eric Gordon from the Pelicans to the Grizzlies for Tony Allen and Courtney Lee. Uh, Tony Allen, who, who – an excellent one-on-one defender, but just really hurts the team with his selfish play. Uh, likes to gamble. Um, and on a team that's based off team defense, it really hurts you. And, um, of course, he's very inept on offense, and teams don't even guard him. Courtney Lee is a shooting guard that doesn't shoot. And uh, he's a decent defender. He's an okay all-around player. He's got a nice little sweet, especially pull-up shot. Uh, but he just refuses to shoot the ball. So uh, you, on a team that needs shooters – you got a shooting guard that doesn't want to shoot. And like, I think Lee's a very good player. Um, but he'll be a journeyman his whole career because he's not good enough to be a starter. And he's a little bit better than probably who you have coming off the bench. And it's really unfortunate, but that, that's how it goes. So Eric Gordon coming here, I think would be fantastic. A lot of people are not a fan of Eric Gordon. 
uh, he didn't live up to expectations. He came out in 08, I believe. Same here as Derrick Rose. Um, he played one year at Indiana. Uh, he, he was hurt then. He's been hurt his whole career. Um, seems like when he gets going, he seems to fall on the injury list. But that's how it is. A lot of players have that type of curse. But dude can shoot the basketball. He can score. Uh, his defense is questionable. He's not a bad all-around player. But he would be an upgrade for Allen and uh, – Courtney Lee, so hopefully the Grizzlies can pull that trigger. I think it can make them a better team because uh, they're, they're doing a lot. They're switching up their lineups. They're trying. I, I personally am not opposed to Jaeger, uh, but I can understand the move because if you're not going well, you got to do something. You got to do something, especially when you have such expectations for your team. You're, you're looking to compete for a championship where getting in the playoffs just isn't enough anymore. Lana Hollins had this team on the brink uh, in the conference finals, and you haven't even you haven't been able to get back. Um, for, you can blame injuries last year. You probably would have lost to Golden State anyway. But um, you can blame injuries. Um, but it is what it is, man. And you, you got to win to keep your job. Uh, I like Jaeger, but when you take over a team with momentum like that, you got to keep it rolling or you'll be out of a job very quickly. And that's just how it goes, man. It's the nature of the business. He'll get a job somewhere else. You know, he can go to Minnesota if he'd like. Um, situation they have there with the unfortunate passing of Flip Saunders. Um, so, I mean, there's opportunities there. He's not a bad coach. I like a coach that'll make moves to, like, this isn't working. I don't care. No starter is, is sketched in, right? You know, I mean, Gasol, Conley are going to start, like, for the Grizzlies, for example. But, you know, I'm switching it up, man. I'll switch up a starting lineup every game. Don Nelson used to do this. He said, man, I don't care about positions. I don't care. My five best players are going to play in the game. And it doesn't mean your five best overall players. Not always. It can mean who's my five best players today. If it's five guards, I'm going to play five guards. And I like that mentality. It could put you at disadvantages, but it can give you advantages as well. But I'm all for playing your best players. And, uh, you know, I like Jeff Green, uh, but he's a tweener, man. He's a stretch four. Is he a big three? Is he off the bench? Matt Barnes, the same way. You know what you're going to get with these guys. Even though Jeff Green can bring a lot to the table because of his offensive abilities. But... Man, that team is in trouble, man. I mean, the Vince Carters was bad moves. Uh, you might as well just kept Mike Miller. Um, at least you know what you got with him. Vince Carter, you, once again, is that level of expectation that you have. And when these when people don't meet it, it's very disappointing. And it makes it seem worse than maybe what they are. doesn't mean they're necessarily playing uh, not so well. But when you don't meet expectations, man, it uh, it could bite you in the butt, man. It, 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 like I said, it makes the situation look worse than what it is. A bad situation look worse. And um, Grizzlies definitely need some help, man. They need to make some moves because uh, no one's going to give it to them. Uh, I'm, I'm all for – like, Zebo can help the team. Um, but he slows down the team so much, and he's such at a disadvantage – uh, on the defensive end, because other teams have stretch fours like the big. We talked about it before on my show. Um, the stretch fours, the bigs are shooting. He can't guard the perimeter as much as he thinks he can. He cannot, and uh, you know he slows down the tempo because it takes him a while to get down and get set up. And a very good player, man. Had a great career, but uh, he's he's a bench player, man. He's not a he's not an elite power forward anymore. He had a couple years where he he may have been arguably the best. Uh, power forward along with Duncan and Dirk, you know, but right now that time has passed and uh, that brother's got to play fewer minutes, man. And uh, like I said, for the Grizzlies' sake, like Brandon Wright hasn't played all year. He, When we get him on, you know, it'll add uh, athleticism to the front court, offensively and defensively. Somebody can get out and run. But uh, right now they're in trouble. And until, until they get the problems worked out inner side, man. Uh, Jaeger could be gone. Hollinger be gone. Para isn't playing, man. And uh, 
Losing sucks. And when you start to taste winning, you definitely don't want to start to go backwards. And I think that's the situation that's going on here. Um, but the Grizzlies got to get together, man. Like, you got to find that grit. Grit is heart. For those that don't know and think it's just a, a catchy saying, grit means you have heart. Um, and they're not showing it because when they fall down, I think I saw today where this year, when they fall down by 12 or more, they haven't even cut the lead in half. And um, that's just not very gritty of a team based off grit and grind basketball. Um, but, I mean, that's – I hope the Grizzlies can hold on. They got Washington tonight. So, Washington's a subpar 500 team in the Eastern Conference struggling. They got good players. And he, another team that you have expectations for that are not meeting them for whatever reasons and injuries. You know, they have everybody, man. You got to play through them. You got to live up to your talent, man. Uh, you like Bill. You like Wall. You like Gortat and Nene inside. Uh, Porter on the three. You know, the young guy from Georgetown. But, uh, man, I – you blow that lead against Charlotte. That was the worst. I thought, to me, that was the most embarrassing almost. And um, because you're at home, you got this lead. You've been playing well. Like, okay, you're getting drilled by uh, Golden State, Cleveland, you know, San Antonio. The, the upper uh, Oklahoma City, the upper echelon teams are putting it to you, okay? But, man, when Charlotte comes in here and has almost a 50-point differential from five minutes in the first to the end of the game, man, you got you got some serious assessing to do, and um, the Grizzlies got their work cut out for them, man. But uh, you know, I wish them well, man. I want them to get it together, but it's not, it's not looking too promising. But you know, when you do moves, you do shakeups. It can get you in the right direction, or it can send you backwards. It can go either way. But uh, I don't know. I really want it to work out, man. I like Jaeger. Like I said, I like the coaches that'll switch things up and not necessarily go by the book. But uh, man, they got to get it together, and I do it quickly, man. Because you're flirting around that six seed, but as soon as some of these teams start to play well, and you got to go on the road to Oklahoma City or San Antonio or Golden State, man, you're whew, they're in trouble. We'll just leave that at that. But uh, the NBA as a whole, man, you know, uh, my boy Darnell Fisher. Who my NBA my NBA guru right? Uh, let me know. He said, "Man, please let them know that the Bucks are going to beat the Warriors and hand them their first loss." And uh, I, I ribbed him a little bit. I told him, "I said, man, there's no way that a team that can't score is going to outscore the best offense, best defensive team in the league." Right now, injuries are kind of nagging them a little bit with Thompson and Barnes. Uh, but between, I think it was Thursday night's game against Boston, which went into overtime. And uh, I think it went to double overtime, if I'm not mistaken. And so I'm, I'm calling it a handicap match win. Like half the win goes to Boston, half the win goes to Milwaukee. Milwaukee with their length and defense, like my boy Fisher uh, called out, man. Uh, it would be a difference and it would be trouble. And if they're not full strength, man, I mean, the Warriors could lose five in a row right now. And I'd, they'd still be the favorite to win the championship as they well should. And when they're, when they're healthy, uh, you know, and primarily – Curry and Thompson, Harrison Barnes, but Draymond Green is a is a beast and um and a pleasure to watch play, and um but I they'll be okay. Um, at the end of January, the Warriors play the Spurs. I think that's the matchup everyone's really anticipating to see. So really, not too much to talk about as far as the NBA because the standings go up and down. The East from top, which is Cleveland. To the 10 seed, which is Orlando, it's three and a half games separating them. So it, they're going to jump back and forth and whatnot. Uh, 
So, you know, until the NFL season's over, really the NBA is just going to fluctuate back and forth, top to bottom. And um, we'll, we'll just see how that goes. Um, but nothing really too exciting to talk about because, um, you know, what's really going on is, is the NFL. And that's what I'm going to want to talk about today because uh, I love the NFL. It's where the big boys play. Um, yesterday, several injuries took place. Uh, of course, the main one's Andy Dalton, right? Of course, Tyler Afford got uh, hurt. But Dalton goes down. And Dalton's this guy, everyone, including myself, you say, he does well. He puts up stats in the regular season. But in the playoffs, I mean, he just puts up donuts, man. And, like, you couldn't play any worse. It's like he throws the ball to the other team. I don't know what the deal is. The Red Rider BB gun. I don't have any trust in him. I think it's funny that so many guys were like, I don't have faith. And uh, excuse my runny nose. Um, the weather change is really getting to me. But um, So excuse me. I'm not trying to be rude. Um, but they say that with Andy Dalton, they didn't have a chance to compete for the championship because of Andy Dalton, not because of the team. Because I think most people would agree that Cincinnati Bengals are probably the most well put together team. Um, and but the quarterback's the issue. That's why they won't succeed. That's why they won't go a step further. And uh, but now that he's hurt, everyone's like, "Oh, he's hurt." Now they have no shot. You were saying that before, right? So, I mean, to me, this is how this is how I feel about the situation because this is what everyone wants to talk about. Andy Dalton. And rightfully so, man, because they were the top team in the AFC. And they lost their quarterback, the most uh, important position in sports. So it's the main topic in the NFL right now. And you say, well, how do you think about A.J. McCarron's? They're done. I'm going to say this, man. I wasn't very high on Dalton. I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I just wasn't very high on him. I didn't like him in college. Um, you know, I'm not a big fan of Big 12. I, I think – the Big 12 doesn't play defense, so a lot of guys put up stats. Like I said, I'm not trying to run down on Dalton. He is what he is, man. He's a good quarterback. Uh, he's right around the middle of the pack, man, you know, um, especially when it counts most, man. And uh, if you just look at the stats, sure, but let's look at the Bengals as a whole, man. You got this team. All right, you got A.J. Green and Marvin Jones out there, right? Uh Of course, when Eifert, uh, presuming that Eifert will come back, he had a concussion, which is – a big deal. I'm going to touch on concussions in a little bit because I was a little bothered by something last night. Um, but so Eifert's out, but you get him, but you got heel in the backfield. Um, but I really like Giovanni Bernard. I think that dude's amazing. Uh, I understand the two back system. Heel's more of a power guy, but he can catch too. And uh, that offensive line is very good. The defense is solid on all three levels. The special teams are good. They're a really good football team. Well coached. Uh, and they execute well. Um, AJ McCarron, a guy who has no NFL. Uh, experience really to talk about. Um, he's got a nice arm, but he's a winner, right? At Alabama got three championships. You can say, well, the team, this, the team, that, whatever. Your quarterback, the team. I don't care if you're the game manager. Uh, you've lived through big moments, and he has. You don't win three championships in college football and not get through big moments. So he's battle tested in ways. Of course, the NFL is another. Um, another battle altogether. You know, it's a, it's a big step up and everything. But you say, can can Cincinnati hold on to win the division? You hold on to win the division, especially you got Denver coming up this week. Um, if you could beat them, right? Um, then you got to think we can get a bye, right? We can get uh AJ McCarron a little bit more 
uh, adapted into the offensive system, more used to playing, uh, more camaraderie with the players. It was very talented skill players they have. Cincinnati right now, I think if McCarron can do what he does, I think they're just as good with McCarron. And people are going to think I'm crazy, whatever. I don't care. I don't, I don't care. They're just as good with McCarron as they are with Dalton. And I think because McCarron will be a little bit more of a game manager and won't be asked to do as much. And I think that it will allow the team as a whole to excel. And, you know, some people may not agree with me. I don't care. Get your own show. Say what you want, you know. Um, but maybe it's just because I'm not high on Dalton. And I'm not overly high on McCarron. But I just think their situation is not as bad as everyone's overreacting it to be. You know, um, I think McCarron can hold the fort down. Like I said, you get this week against Denver. Um. Then, 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 then you're really looking okay because you got, of course, you got Denver. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You got Denver. Um, you got Denver in two weeks. I'm, I apologize, but you got St. Louis this week. Um, then Denver and then Baltimore. The Denver game's the big one because that's the one where you want to make sure you get away any tiebreakers with Denver because they're all battling for the two seed. Because Patriots are going to hold them to the one. Um, um, assuming, you know, the Jets may get them in a couple of weeks, but, you know, it's not very like even one loss should keep them in a bye. So Cincinnati and Denver for the other bye besides the Patriots, regardless of the seat. And um, you get this week, then they got that Denver game, and you got Baltimore, and then you get that bye. Cincinnati's is dangerous now, if not more, because they'll rely more on the team and we won't ask the quarterback to do as much. Hugh Jackson's a good offensive coordinator. I liked him in Oakland. I like all Oakland coaches, they kind of get a raw deal. But uh, I, I like this team, and I'm willing to see how they do moving forward because, like I said, I don't think they're worse with McCarron than Dalton. I think they could possibly be better. And, you know, some people may not believe me, man, and, and they're justifiably right in believing that because there's no, there's nothing to validate what I just said except, you know, the eye test, man. You know, I'm not big on Dalton. I think McCarron's better than he was given credit for. Uh, but Ivor being out, Cincinnati, they're trying to hold on to the division. They lost to Pittsburgh yesterday. Pittsburgh's on fire. Uh, probably the second hottest team in the AFC uh, behind Kansas City. Who Kansas City is rolling, and they got Baltimore, Cleveland, and Oakland. They could finish the season on a 10-game winning streak. That's amazing, man. You know, Especially with the injuries they've had. Uh, my Kansas City Chiefs, man. Andy Reid's a hell of a coach, man. And People look past him, and, you know, when he left Philadelphia, he said, you know, he wasn't unemployed five minutes. We knew he wouldn't be too good of a coach. Um, but he said, man, I'm just excited to get back to just coaching. You know, in Philly, he had the – he ran the personnel and the played general manager and all that stuff. And uh, to get back to coaching, because coaching is a passion, man. Coaching is an art form that people don't even realize. And um, people just think you just call plays or you practice and whatnot. I mean, you got to get rhythm. You got to get – like I said, it is, a, it is a true art form. Not just coaching, play calling, everything about it, man. It's just not – it's not like playing Madden, man. You just don't – Pick plays to that try to work, man. You, yeah, you, you got to go off probabilities. You got to go off circumstance. You got to play with your gut. You know, there's all types of things going on. And um, I think that I think that Kansas City, you know, like I said, if they can win out, because uh, they're tied with the Jets and the Steelers, they're all at eight and five. However, if the Steelers win out because they got three AFC opponents, they will win out. They'll be in. The Jets will be out if all three teams win out. Because uh, they'll hold the conference tiebreaker over the Jets, um, but you know, it's 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 exciting for sure, man. The NFC is kind of kind of set in stone, right? Um, as far as 
the playoff teams. Um, the positioning, a little different. Seattle's making their way to a five seed, uh, which means five seed will play the four seed. The four seed will be the NFC East champions. Um, right now it would be the Redskins, right? Uh, the Redskins and Eagles are tied. The Giants are half a game back playing tonight as we speak right now. They're down 14 to 10 and a half to the Dolphins. And I have a rooting interest in that. Other than wanting the Giants to lose, uh, I got Jarvis Landry on my fantasy team. And um, last I checked, I, was, I took the lead. Um, but I would sure like to advance in my dynasty playoffs. Um, but anyway, so the Giants – uh, down 14 to 10. They got an explosive offense. They'll make it interesting. All their games are close. You don't whoop the Giants, right? Uh, but you go, so we go Redskins, Eagles, Giants. None of those teams are really a threat to Seattle because Seattle's rolling, right? They're like, Jimmy Graham goes down. Oh, I'll just play better. Doug Baldwin has, I think it's eight touchdowns over the last three weeks, man. That's amazing for a guy that no one's even familiar with. Right? He was a third receiver. Um, it, it, Russell Wilson is something special. Um, you know, and it's funny because I think the two best teams in the NFC, uh, with all due respect to Arizona, um, who lost their Chris Johnson, who it's a big deal, man. Every year it's something that gets them. Uh, but I look at the complete teams, right? Carolina, obviously rolling, uh, cause they got the number one offense, they got one of the best defenses. I mean, they're they got the MVP, they they're rolling, right? Best team, and uh, but I I would take Seattle. You know, they're battle tested and proven, uh, and right now they're rolling teams, man. Teams. Playoff teams. Playoff teams, man. They rolled Pittsburgh a couple weeks ago. They rolled Minnesota. Uh, yesterday they looked fantastic. I mean, they're they, they, whew, they they're in trouble. They, they they won't go higher than the five because they won't catch Arizona uh, more than likely. But, man, they are rolling, and I would not want to play them. And like I said, they get the NFC East winner. So you'll they'll be favored at least. You know, yeah, it's, it's crazy, man, but. And, and everyone's going to talk about the the reworking of the seedings of the playoffs because this team's worse. And I, I feel like this, okay, um, uh, NFL, NBA, you know, because you win your division, you get a certain seed. And in the NFL, you get home field in the first round. And uh, regardless of your record, as long as you win your division. And winning the division should come with some kind of price of reward, right? But, but the funny thing is, I, I don't think that if you don't finish 500, I think it should negate your home field okay because now you, sh- you still get in when you're in division something special um you should still get in but um i would say i say you don't get home field man if you can't go at least eight and eight you can dance but you're gonna dance on my floor right and um i mean seattle and minnesota both been better teams at least more consistent than uh, the nfc east teams and but I think it's funny that the NFC East, because this week Philadelphia, who's coming off two straight wins, uh, the most bipolar team in the NFL in a long time, uh, good win over Buffalo. I didn't understand not giving LaShawn McCoy the ball more. Like, he played well. The Eagles' defense was geared up for him, not letting him get on the edge and everything. Um, but he, but And they were well-coached and prepared, but I didn't understand not giving him the ball more. Like they just wanted to, they wanted to go deep. Which Tyrod Taylor has a great deep ball. But and I saw a stat today where Buffalo, uh, who almost killed themselves with their playoff chances yesterday, pretty much did. Uh, that when they pass thirty times, they're zero and seven. When they don't, they're six and zero or something like that. And that's crazy, man. Um, run the ball with Lashawn McCoy. I did not understand not giving him the ball, man. Because that dude was fired up. He was playing well. 
I, I didn't understand it at all, man. But, you know, it was, it was a good football game. The Eagles have won two in a row. Um, and now everyone, you know, because they have uh, two more home games before the end of the Giants. And so, all oh, they're the favorite. They got Arizona on Sunday night, which will be a big football game because uh, Arizona all but has the second seed locked up, right? They're not going to catch the Panthers, but the Packers can catch them. And um, that'll be very interesting to see how that unfolds. But uh, Arizona at Philadelphia, it's a Sunday night game, so everybody will be watching. But uh, Sam Bradford's 5-1 and one in his last six starts. Uh, he's the number one rated passer outside of the pocket, which is crazy because, you know, and like I said, all these stats are misleading, but they still have a justifiable point to them because um, it's misleading because he may not get out of the pocket as much. Like Russell Wilson runs around a whole lot more, you know, whatever, as an example. Uh, but Sam Bradford, very accurate. His deep ball's looking good. He's getting better as the season's going on. Um, very. Uh, the most impressive part about the Eagles – was it looked like they quit, and they have not. And um, they're playing well on all, all sides of the football, man. But um, so Arizona's coming in there. Uh, got some big games. I'll go over my picks right quick. Uh, Arizona at Philadelphia. Um, I got Arizona. Uh, even though Philadelphia is funny. We talk about them being bipolar. They're 4-3 and three against uh, winning teams and they're two and four versus losing teams. That's that just doesn't make sense, but you know, it is what it is. Right now, you're tied for first place, it's all that matters. I'll take Arizona. Uh, CJ took Philadelphia. Um, Tim took Arizona, and my social media poll took Arizona as well. Uh, Houston versus Indianapolis. This is for first place in the AFC South. Interesting game uh, to talk about the injuries because you got Hoyer got knocked out with his second concussion in in the last month or so, uh, which is a big deal. Like I said, I'm going to talk about concussions in a second. Um, So he got knocked out. Uh, Matt Hasselbeck, and I think it was a cheap shot by the dude uh, for Jacksonville. You're up. Hasselbeck running out of bounds, gets pushed. Was it legal? Yes. Was it dirty? I think so. If it would have been Peyton Manning, Everyone be in uproar. Won't just do kicked out of the league, man. Uh, it was it was a cheap shot, man. A push. Dude was walking out of bounds, man. Um, but he's hurt. So it looks like this week for the Texas Indianapolis for first place will be T.J. Yates versus Charlie Whitehurst. Uh, so if the NFL couldn't get more exciting, man, than third string quarterbacks, huh? There you go. But um, Facebook took Indy. I don't know if they know Hasselback. Is out, but he is. And um, me, Tim, and CJ are on Houston. Their defense is phenomenal. And I, I kind of like TJ Yates, man. Um, Buffalo's at Washington. Uh, Tim has Washington. Uh, I'll take Washington as well. CJ and Facebook took Buffalo. I think that, I think this, I think that, I think that Buffalo will get it back together. And Washington's so inconsistent as well, like the whole NFC East. You don't know what you're going to get. Funny thing about the NFC East. Is Dallas is in last place, uh, four and eight, and they have the best division record. <laughs> so that's you just never know, man. But anyway, so Buffalo, Washington. I think Buffalo will be able to run the ball if they want to. If you're not going to run the ball and you're going to continue to pass, then they're going to lose. But if they run the ball like they should, man, play defense, they'll be able to beat Washington. Green Bay's at Oakland. People, a lot of people don't give Oakland a lot of credit. Um, you know, they had a big win over Denver yesterday. Um, 
you know, of course, you go get Vernon Davis, right? Who, and I don't know if you've seen the fourth and five, but three minutes left, but he drops a wide open. He's like 20 yards down the scene, wide open, man. And uh, I think they had all together like six or seven drops as a whole. And, you know, I'll talk about them in a second. But um, <clears throat> Oakland, Oakland can put up points, man. They're a decent defense. Khalil Mack got off yesterday. Amazing player to watch. Five sacks. Uh, however, saying that, I'll take Green Bay. CJ took Green Bay. Facebook took Green, Green Bay. So Tim's the lone wolf taking the Oakland Raiders at home over the Green Bay, which is a big game for the Packers because the Packers are trying to create, not only create difference, uh, excuse me, separation from the Vikings, they're trying to catch the Cardinals. You know, Slick trying to catch that two seed and get that bye, man. Get healthy. The bye is so important in the NFL. Uh, Denver's at Pittsburgh. Everybody's on Pittsburgh. Um, and rightfully so, man. They are hot. And they're rolling. And you got to be able to put up points in Denver. Denver hasn't scored a touchdown in the last in the second half of the last two games. So they got some, they got some thinking to do. And, you know, they want to talk about bringing, um, you know, Peyton Manning back. Look. Oswald's getting his ass lit up back there. And if you bring in Peyton Manning, chances are it won't be much longer for Oswald's back in the game anyway. Uh so I I would I would stay put, man, and try to try to ride this thing out, man. Uh Cincinnati's at, at San Francisco, which doesn't sound like a big game, but like I said, I wanted to get people's feel about it with uh Dalton being out. If anyone really wants to take San Francisco, uh, CJ's going to ride. He's going to be a homer. He's going to take San Francisco at home. Uh, and, and they've been playing well with Gabbert. Uh, they got smoked yesterday, but, you know, they've been playing well. Um, but I still think, like I said, I think Cincinnati, uh, you take away the quarterback position, I think they're probably the best team, uh, all-around team. Uh, skill positions, offensive line, defense, all three levels. They got good secondary, good uh, front seven there. They're a really good football team, really well coached. Um, but uh, you look back, um, I'm going to go over this injury situation. Like I said, you got Yates and Whitehurst in the first place AFC South game. And, you know, they're, they're, no one is certain when Andrew Luck's going to come back. So I don't know if they don't know how serious the injury was. He had a laceration on his kidney, I believe. And, I mean, I don't know how you do that. But it don't sound like you're going to be playing anytime soon. And uh, Chuck Pagano will probably be out of there if he doesn't make the playoffs. Fair or not fair is what it is, man. They were talking about this in a preseason, which I think kind of sent the team in a downward spiral. Because, like, why, who wants to focus on that? Who wants to focus on your job? You just came off three straight years of getting uh, one step closer to the Super Bowl in the playoffs. You go to the first round, you make it to the second round, and last year, of course, deflate game in the AFC Championship game. And now you're talking about firing your coach, man. I mean, they're bitter. They let Bruce Arians go. But you just – and, I, look, I'm not against it. Because I say if you hire a defensive guy to run your program and your defense is garbage, then what I got you for, right? So uh, so he'll probably be out of there, man. Houston looking like the better team right now anyway. Uh, Baltimore signed Ryan Mallett. I'll bring that up. Uh, I think Ryan Mallett is one of the worst quarterbacks. And overhyped. I mean, he's big, big arm. But as soon as he moves his feet, man, it's turnover city. But that's that's irrelevant. I just want to bring that up, Mr. Alarm Clock guy. Um, but it's very interesting matchups because Carolina plays the Giants. And right now the Giants aren't looking good. But no one over the last handful of years, right, has been more Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde than the New York Giants. So you don't never know what you're going to get. Uh, and, you know, I've seen this thing about Cam Newton. Uh, where he's been fined, he gets fined five thousand dollars every time he gives one of them balls to the kids. 
uh, which, I, which I think is ludicrous. Um, so what you give the ball? That ball is not worth $5,000. And um, the NFL should be ashamed of themselves for doing such things. And not only charging him for doing this, they're, they're trying to cock block it, man. You know, and it's just ridiculous, man. NFL, NFL needs to get their stuff together because um, they focus on some things more than others that they really shouldn't. Um, but you know, is what it is, man. And, you know, that's how it goes. NFL is a conglomerate, and um, so so I'm gonna touch on this right quick before I get back or touch on anything else. Uh, I'm by myself, so I may go a little random, but that's how I roll, man. If you know me, that's how I am. If you don't know me, you'll get to know me really quickly. Um, so concussions, right? So I was watching this game last night. I've had about a dozen concussions in my life, right? Uh, car wrecks, uh, fights, football, uh, and over half of them from professional wrestling uh, as I was Judas the Beast, right? Uh, recently retired. Um, and I was phenomenal, by the way. But anyways, so... So I hear I think it's Lisa Salters that works for uh, Sunday Night Football on NBC, and they were I don't remember who they were talking about. It don't matter, but she was saying, "Oh, they think it's uh they think it's not a good idea to to when you get a concussion to sit in the lights out and no noise and all that. That's that's the symptoms for a damn migraine." Uh, and they were, she was talking about there's six levels of concussions. Look, man. Look, there ain't six levels of concussions. Just because you hit your head and you have a headache does not mean you're concussed. All right. So, I mean, it's, it, that injury, which is so serious, is being so watered down. You know, like the league, all, all sports are trying to take the precautions to to help prevent players that get them from continuing to play and hurt themselves worse. Because once you get a concussion, you're more susceptible to get another one. But, but anyway, she was saying that you know you don't want to go you want to stay physically active no no you don't okay because it is exhausting i mean you, you don't want to do anything especially when you're concussed to a to a level of your eyes you can't see you can't think straight uh like i've been to where i don't remember rides home i don't remember a lot of stories that people tell me um and what i needed was peace and quiet now, if you're talking about one of them level one, like you said, you, you bumped your head on the wall or something, so you got a concussion. Nah, man. Everybody wants to jump on a trend. That is not a concussion. All right? It's contusion to the brain. All right? Now, they don't have all the reports. People, the point of me saying what she, I'm not trying to say she's clueless. Um, what I'm saying as a whole, everyone doesn't have a remedy for this. Everyone doesn't have a touch on what concussions really do to you, uh, especially because they can't look at them until you're dead. You know? And... It's just, it's unfortunate because, you know, uh, like professional wrestler Chris Benoit, right? Everyone knows the story. You know, he uh, allegedly killed his wife and kid, which is, you know, inhumane and and, and, and not worth being forgiven for, right? But, but you know, that's for God to judge, not us. And um, but anyways, so this dude, he, one of his premier moves was uh, the headbutt off the top rope, right? He would do it on chairs, but constantly every night, man. And... So when he died, he was 41, 42 years old. When they opened up his head, he had the brain, the mushy brain of like an 85-year-old man. 85, that's dementia, uh, sets in, and, you know, of course, that's going to lead to Alzheimer's, if not uh, diagnosed properly and taken care of. Um, Concussions are a really big deal, man, and they don't take them lightly, but you can't take them too serious. 
to the point to where, oh, he hit his head, pull him out the game. Just because you got a headache doesn't mean you're concussed. I understand better safe than sorry. But like I said, as a guy that has had a dozen concussions, man, I got my first one when I was like 12 from a car wreck at Danny Thomas and Frazier Boulevard. I didn't even know what the hell a concussion was when I got diagnosed with it. But I've had several like legit bad ones, man. And I'm going to tell you, rest is a requirement. You can't go to sleep because if you go to sleep, you may fall into a coma. You know, so it's it's, it's tricky, but you want to, but you got to relax, man. If you keep yourself going, you'll pass out. I've done that as well. And um, it, it, it just bothered me because people don't really have a perception or they have a false perception, don't really have an idea of what concussions are all about, man. There's no healing them. There's no, you know, once you get your migraines, man, you just got to weather the storm. You're going to always have them. They don't go away. All right. I deal with them all the time. I have to miss work. You know, I have to, I have to, I have to miss time with my kid. There's all types of things that go on because of the concussion. Like I said, I was a professional wrestler, so I brought a lot of it on myself. But these guys are football players and they're bringing it on to themselves and they're getting paid a lot of money to deal with it. Um, but, and I understand the NFL being so safe about it because, if you're going to get sued for $800 billion or whatever, then, yeah, I'm going to protect my players. Yeah, I'm going to take away the kickoff. Yeah, I'm going to change the rules, alter the rules to where I got less injuries, man. Yeah, I'm going to have you taken out of the game. Unless it's the fourth quarter, then the quarterback don't come out. But I'm going to have you taken out the game to make sure you're okay. Because I don't want to get sued for one, and I want you to be okay. You know, I respect that. But I'm just getting tired of people watering down concussions. Just because you hit your damn head does not mean you have a concussion, man. All right? Now, you're making my head hurt, you know, thinking about this because it's a serious deal. And it plagues in my life every day. And when the, and so I can only imagine these guys that, like Troy Aikman, he said, I had eight that I knew about. Eight that he knew about. He's cross-eyed now because of this. Right? And a lot of professional wrestlers, you know, like in professional wrestling, they, they, they've gone away from uh, headshots, like chairs and whatnot, um, and because they're trying to also protect their guys' longevity because folks are killing themselves at 45, 50 years old when their careers are done because it does cause depression. It's a big deal, man, and it's more to it than just your damn head hurting. And I'll leave it at that, man. And um, what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to go into a commercial break, take 30 seconds. Uh, remember, if you go to Amazon.com and you use uh, the OAM network, uh, OAM gets a donation from Amazon. So take 30 seconds to listen to this commercial. Hi, I'm Claren. I'm a worker elf at Santa's Workshop. I make minimum wage and work long hours. My family is on the verge of coming apart at the seams. My wife and I speak in single-word exchanges three to four times a day. I don't want to make your toys, but Amazon does. Amazon, everything from A to Z. Music, movies, gaming, appliances, apparel. Heck, you can buy a comb that looks like a switchblade knife on there. Get all your Christmas shopping done at Amazon. Since you're already in a giving mood, I'd like to ask you to give back to the OM Network. Go to theoamnetwork.com slash Amazon. Same Amazon products, same Amazon prices. But the Amazon sends a percentage right on over to OM. You can buy an Adele CD and give back to OM. An Apple Watch and give back to OM. A hairbrush that looks like a switchblade knife and give back to OM. That's theoamnetwork.com slash Amazon. Same great deals, same great prices. Well, better get back to work. Please don't make me have to work any harder. All right, then we're back. Um, I'm, I, I touched on concussions. Uh, like I said, it's a real big deal. I'm no doctor. I just know I went through it, and I just it just bothers me when folks kind of have false false education 
falsely educated about something that I'm a little familiar with. And it would bother you if it was something that, that you did and it was misinterpreted, you know, like like everyone. Does, it's just it, oh, it bothers me. But I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave that. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about a couple things. Uh, Serena Williams is going to win sports person of the year it was a sportsman of the year and obviously they changed it uh, as times have changed you can't just give it to men all the time because uh, she was she made it to the semis I want to say it was the US Open I can't remember off the top of my head but she made it to the semis of that tournament and almost won the Grand Slam within a year and that's pretty phenomenal now the dude I can't think of his name the male tennis guy he even got closer because he made it to whatever tournament he didn't win he made it to the finals but, you know, Serena's a, a polarizing figure, and um, she's well-deserving. Uh, I think, you know, I'm more of a, a team sport guy and a major sports, but Steph Curry should have been Sportsman of the Year. Because uh, that dude's, for, in one season, got the championship, became the best player in the league. And, um, you know, but you, you got to do what you got to do. And uh, I saw I saw something. Uh, who was it? Oh, yeah, NBA official. I don't remember his name, but he came out. Uh, that he's gay, and uh, which I, I mean, I'm I'm not gay. Okay, I don't have a problem with you if you're gay. Whatever, that's your thing. But I, what I have a problem with is when people come out, they get this uh, sense of being brave, like it's brave. I, this this is what I don't understand, and I won't touch on this because it's not really sports. But you know, like Jason Collins did it. Uh, dude that plays center for San Francisco, he came out and did it. Um. They're like, oh, we're homosexual now. After the careers are done. So how brave were you that you couldn't even – and I can understand you're going to be persecuted and judged and all that, man. But if you're worried about that, if you have any type of shame about it, then you must not completely think you're doing the right thing. But uh, that's not for me to decide. I don't care. I'm just getting tired of people being called brave for coming out and discussing their sexual preference. I think it's ridiculous. But uh, Serena Williams, sports person of the year. Uh, congratulations to her. Now, this is something else that bothered me. Pete Rose had got um had a lifetime ban when he was a manager for the Reds. Of course, he played in the seventies, right, for the Big Red Machine. Uh, so this is forty years ago that this dude played, right? So he's got to be in the seventies. And uh, in the late eighties, he was the manager for the Reds, and he was caught betting on games. Um, lifetime ban. I don't re- I don't understand it because there's people that do worse, right? Do worse, and they're allowed to stay. He's not even allowed to like participate in events. It's crazy, man. And this dude should be in the Hall of Fame. He's the all-time leader in hits. Uh, he won championships. He was an amazing player. I never got to see him play, but you know, uh, they decided today not to lift the ban. I don't understand it. I don't agree with it. But there's not too much I can do about it. My favorite player growing up was George Brett, and they tried to screw him with the pine tar. He still got his damn credit for the home run. So. Uh, but you know, it's just so much to go on, and you know it's hard for me to touch on everything. I do my notes, and you know I'm by myself today, so it's my first time doing a show by myself, um, which I'm excited to do. You know I love it when my best friend and my brother are here, um, but sometimes I can't be here, man, and I'm excited about the challenge of doing this by myself. So you got to excuse me. Like I said, I jump topics. It's what I do. I'm random. My mind fires off that way. That's how it goes, man. But uh. <laughs> So, I think next week we'll have a, a bigger. We we have more to talk about as far as the NFL because 
a lot more is going to change. Um, I'm ready to see how Cincinnati does. I'm ready to see how uh, Philadelphia continues to play. Um, I'm really hoping Jarvis Landry has a good game tonight so I can win my playoff fantasy game. Uh, but but it is what it is, man. I thank you guys for listening so much. Uh, real quick, I think right now, if I had to be a betting man, I would take Seattle in the NFC. And if Gronk's playing for the Patriots, I'm taking the Patriots against anybody else. But the Chiefs are very, very dangerous, man. And um, But... I, I really like the Chiefs. Their defense, their offense, and of course, I love their coach. Um, but we'll see. Next week, we'll have more updated. See if Gaker still has a job with the Grizzlies. We'll see if Eric Gordon trade went down for Allen and Courtney Lee. Um, and the NBA standings, like I said, the East one through ten is uh, separated by three and a half games. So it's it's gonna it could be a whole another seating next week we're not even gonna go over that I really want to see the Grizzlies start to get it together the Tigers are playing well um but it's it's mostly about the NFL we'll get more well I'll talk about college football a little more there's nothing really to discuss uh Derek Henry did win the Heisman Trophy good for him um so next week, big games. I'll be ready. To, I'll be sitting down watching them. I'll be ready to talk about them, discuss them, debate them. Remember, you can find this on uh, the OAMnetwork.com. Several other great sports uh, podcasts. The Game Show podcast sounds very entertaining. Uh, but I thank the OAM Network for allowing me to do my thing. I love this very much. I appreciate everyone that listens. Um, and just and just remember this, man. You know, it's my favorite Martin Luther King quote. Uh, that hate. It's too heavy a burden for any man to carry. So if something's riding you, I suggest you let it go. And uh, because life's too short, man. Hug your loved ones. Come back next week. Thank you. I'm out. Peace. This podcast is a production of Ohm Audio and the Ohm Network. For more information, go to theoamnetwork.com.